My name is Blake Huffine, and I'm the pastor here at the Movement Church. Welcome to our podcast. Hope this message inspires you. Hope it grows you closer to Jesus Christ. So let's jump right in and receive the message. Today we're going to talk about the demonic realm. We're going to talk about the kingdom of darkness. This has been requested by you guys. Uh, so we're going to we're going to jump in and kind of digest uh, what where what demons are, how to how to recognize demons. Um, and we're going to actually look at them in Scripture and, and see where they were in Scripture. So at, first off, maybe you don't uh, believe in demons. Maybe, you don't, maybe you're more of a person that believes in familiar spirits, uh, or that's what you call them. Uh, but you have to acknowledge that demons are real. If you believe in the Bible, you have to acknowledge that demons are real. And, and you might be one of those people that says, well, demons were of the past. Demons were of the biblical times. They're not still here today. So we're going to address that, and we're going to look at the Scripture to back it up. But first, we have to acknowledge that demons are real because Jesus casted out demons. They're mentioned in several places in the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament, in the Psalms. Uh, but the Scripture I have for you is the New Testament. And we're going to acknowledge that in uh, Matthew 8, Mark 5, Luke 8, Mark 1, Luke 11, Mark 9, Matthew 9, Luke 4. Jesus casted out demons. Okay? And it wasn't just Jesus that casted out the demons. You might say, well, that's because he was the son of God. He's a, he came, he was the Christ, so he could cast out demons. But Jesus actually appointed his disciples to do it. The 12 did it in Mark 6, uh, Mark 3. The 12 casted out demons. And you might say, well, that was just the 12 disciples. Uh, that was just of that time. Well, I want to tell you that in Luke 10, the 72 did it. Jesus appointed the 72 to cast out demons. And it's, it's important to acknowledge that even in the scriptures, whenever uh, Jesus was facing Satan himself and when he's casting out the demons, the demons actually weren't lying during the deliverance. They weren't lying. They were using deception. We're going to go into that. So you might say, okay, well, um, here's all the scripture. I've looked at it. Uh, okay, so demons are real. Demons are, were real in this time. But that was before the cross, you might say. That's before Jesus died on the cross. Well, maybe that was only for the disciples. So we're going to take a look at a few more things to warm us up to this topic. Many are familiar with the commission, the Great Commission, which happened after the resurrection. Mark 16, I'm going to read it for you. It says, He who has believed and has been baptized shall be saved, but he who has disbelieved shall be condemned. These signs will accompany those who have believed. Not these signs will accompany the disciples. These signs will accompany those who have believed. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will pick up serpents. And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Okay, okay. let's go to Matthew 28 and look at the Great Commission. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Well, what did he command them? He said to cast out demons, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers. So if we're obeying all he has commanded us, and Jesus says that the signs will accompany those who have believed, then, um, okay, so people who believe are called to cast out demons. You might say, well, this, Blake, this is still only the biblical time. This is only in this general area of the gospel. Well, if you look in John 14, John 14 says, Truly I say to you, he who believes in me, 
the works that I do, he will do also and greater works than these he will do because I go to the Father. And then later on in the uh, verses, it says that I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper, which is the Holy Spirit, and that he may be with you forever. So right here we see that God is not going to withhold the Holy Spirit on his people. And I can tell you, as in my firsthand experience, that the Holy Spirit is still here. He is still moving. And God has not withdrawn any power that the Holy Spirit provides. The spiritual gifts are still available. They are still here. So if we see here that Jesus says, Anyone who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also and greater. And then he says that these signs accompany those, accompany those who have believed in my name. They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will, speak up, they will pick up serpents. So we are all called to cast out demons. And this didn't just happen here. It happened uh, later on in, in, in Scripture. Acts 16, Acts 19, we see demons being drove out by the apostles, by Paul. But this Scripture right here, it, it is quoted so often by believers. It is quoted so often by, by Christians. Ephesians 6, 12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. We battle not against flesh and blood. So who are we battling against if there's no demons now? Well, who's the battle against? If it's not flesh and blood, it is against the evil spirits. We're told in, in Scripture in 1 John to, to test the spirits to see if they're from God. So you're going to tell me that all throughout Scripture that these are just for the people of the time? Then why do we even read the Bible anymore if it doesn't apply to us? If it doesn't even apply to us, I'll tell you that the Hollywood has brainwashed our human race of what demons look like in a person. The manifestations are not these... Look... I know a lot of you have seen these scary movies where when someone's possessed by a demon, they're crawling up the walls and levitating. And all these things can be extreme manifestations of a demon. They can be extreme manifestations through a person. But let me just give you a list of things that, um, that, will, will act, that are actually signs of demons being in people. These are the manifestations. There are addictions to drugs, alcohol, pornography, lustful thoughts, overwhelming lustful thoughts, perverted thoughts, headaches without a diagnosis, sickness or pains without diagnosis, bursts of anger and rage, constant, and constant bitterness and hate towards someone, uh, inability to make eye contact with people, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, depression, inability to memorize scripture, yawning or sleepiness with, with sermons, uh, worship reading, while reading the Bible, any type of uh, just drowsiness during God content, feeling jittery during Christian content. Even during this message, you might feel jittery. You might feel like uh, something's making you uncomfortable. Blackouts when you get upset or angry, those are signs of a demon. Um, insomnia, inability to sleep, uh, loving to be up all night, love of death and darkness, inability to pray or to talk to God, constant thoughts of doubting your salvation, not believing that you're truly saved even though you've received Christ. And some of you even may have the Holy Spirit and you still doubt your salvation. Uh, inability to share your testimony. These are all things that can be uh, manifestations of a demonic spirit. Now, once someone is going through deliverance or once someone is close to uh, someone speaking in the name of Jesus, you may become, they may become uncomfortable or you may be uh, becoming uncomfortable with these things being revealed. 
someone starts to speak directly to the demon or the na- naming the demon to it itself, uh, it may, they may become uncomfortable. They may start having these manifestations. So it's important to not be blind to the truth. The Bible says that men perish for the lack of knowledge. So here's the knowledge to you. Here's the scripture being presented to you. Where Jesus casted out the demons, where the disciples casted out demons, where Jesus commands the disciples to go and teach people to obey. And he also says that people who believe in him will do the same things and greater. Then what are you going to do with this information? What are you going to do knowing that the Holy Spirit is here forever? What are you going to do knowing that there's manifestations to watch out for? What are you going to do knowing that the disciples and the believers cast the demons out after Jesus had ascended and the Holy Spirit had came? What are you going to do with this information now that you've, that you've had this uh, truth spoke to you? Are you going to continue on and think that this is a specific deliverance and not all ministry? We are all called to deliverance ministry. It's not a spiritual gift to do deliverance. There are spiritual gifts that are appointed to people individually. Some people receive different uh, spiritual gifts. Not everybody has the same spiritual gifts. But deliverance is not a spiritual gift. It is an authority. Jesus gave us authority in His name to be over the evil spirits in the world, to be able to have the discernment of spirits and to know. So I'm declaring this as Deliverance Sunday for you. You need to at least be delivered from the spirit of religion that has held you down and made you disbelieve in what the gospel is. The ministry of Jesus is deliverance. What do you think salvation means? To be set free. So you can be set free from your flesh and your sin, but you also have got to be set free from the the evil spiritual beings of this world. I mean, if we're not battling against flesh and blood, we are battling against the evil spirits of this world. And if you are uncomfortable in this message, a bunch of you probably clicked off in this message, but I want to tell you right now, if you think that there is a possibility that one of these manifestations or many of these uh, signs that I gave to you, if you think there's a possibility that you may need deliverance, reach out. We will do deliverance on you because this is the ministry of Jesus. This is what we believe. I follow Christ. We follow Christ. This is not a denominational church. Not because we don't want to be associated with anybody or anything like that. It's because we follow Jesus. We follow His teachings. We believe in the Father. We believe that Jesus sits at the right hand of the throne. We believe that He is the way, the truth, and the life. The only way. There's no other way. We believe in the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit. We believe in the teachings. We believe in the the, uh, spiritual gifts. And we believe in the second coming. So most of all, if you think that you need freedom, and these demons don't come just from witchcraft, okay? Witchcraft is an opening door. But there are open doors through music, through movies, uh, through uh, attitudes, trauma, uh, different things in life can cause open doors for the demonic realm. And there's no shame in it. The shame is if you know or you possibly have and you don't seek help. That's where the shame is. There's no shame in being under a demonic influence if if you have a demon oppressing you. There's no shame in that. But I want to tell you now, you, you might be thinking that because you're a believer, well, that's for those who are watching that don't believe in Jesus. No, 
The believers can have demons too. Jesus went from synagogue to synagogue. What do you think that means? He was driving them out of people in the church. You can have a demon as a believer, but you should not be afraid because you have the name of Jesus. You have authority. Pray for deliverance. Fast. Do these things to make it want to leave and then seek help. And, do, and through prayer, we or somebody else will deliver you. We can set you free. It'll be through the Holy Spirit. It's not us. It's God working through us. Jesus said, if you ask anything in my name, it'll be done for you. That doesn't mean you can ask for a car in the name of Jesus and you'll get it. It means that if you're doing something to glorify Him, if it is something that is out of, that's not in selfish desire, not in selfish ambition, but is truly to, to com- have compassion towards someone and to lead them to Him, He says, I'll do it. In the name of Jesus, in the method of Jesus, we pray, we pray through the name of Jesus. He's the mediator. He is the authoritative. He gives us the authority. Why did we need the help? The Holy Spirit is the helper. What do you think the Holy Spirit's for? So guys, I invite you to, if you need help, if you think that there's a possibility, and and these things can attack through dreams, they can manifest through dreams. Maybe you have sexual dreams. Maybe, you, uh, maybe you're seeing dead relatives in your dreams and they try to mingle with you and they're trying to talk to you and they're trying to connect with you. Or maybe they even visit you not even in a dream but at night. Maybe there's familiar spirits. These are not good spirits, guys. These are not good beings. They come as false bearers of light. Scripture says that the devil himself is a false bearer of light. He comes through deception. He comes through lies. You're not talking to your dead relatives. You're not speaking with familiar spirits, spirit guides. These things are evil and they will appear as whatever it takes to come into your life. So I want to invite you, if you think that there's a possibility that, hey, I think I need help. There's no shame. And it is, it's completely private. We won't released to anybody. We're not going to upload videos of it or anything like that, but we're simply out for you. We're, we are trying to help you. We want to help you be free. That's what coming to Christ is about, is being set free from the world, from the wicked spirits. Don't let these things bind you in chains of your past and of, uh, of evil thoughts and uh, you know all these things I named. Get set free, guys. If you need help, reach out. We are here for you. Thanks. Be sure to share this message. Send it to someone you know that may need this. Um, We have authority in the name of Jesus, and we got to team up and, and expand the kingdom of God. God is pouring His Spirit out. God is doing something new. So will you be a part of it?